Hello, and welcome to the F the Glitter podcast, the podcast that is centered around highlighting women of color in the world of graphic design, brand design, and marketing strategy. I am your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative, and today we have the honor of having Miss April Four as a guest with us. Now, April is one of those uh, diamond in the roughs, I guess you would say, because whereas most of my guests are like go-hard graphic designers, brand strategists, marketing strategists, April is an author. She writes the things that makes us look good so that we can put it out there into the world. That's what makes her special. That's what makes her different. Um, April is the author of the EGG stories. Is that the correct way to say it? Or is it Adventures? It's the Adventures of Egg Emma Grace Godwin's. Okay. So Egg is, okay. Because I didn't want to say Egg. And be like, no, it's EGG. I was like, let me just do this. Okay. And um, it, it, follows a young lady who was born with a very special medical condition and she doesn't allow that to stop her from doing what she does or what she wants to do mm-hmm. better yet so that she can be a full kid and enjoy her kid yes. boom so uh miss april tell us about how awesome you are and the things that have brought you to where you are now all right well like you said i am the the author of the Egg series, The Adventures of Emma Grace Godwins, and I'm a mom of a very, very active three-year-old who's at school now, so that's why it's quiet, because that never happens. Um, but yeah, so um, in 2014, I was pregnant, and I was super excited, and then at a nine-week checkup, I got um, some devastating news. I got news that my daughter egg emma grace um mm-hmm. might or that she had um chromosomal abnormalities so i just took a mm-hmm. i had to take a karyotype test and um had to wait 14 days to figure out what was going on because they said oh my gosh. Like, yeah it was horrible it was like why would you that do that torture to someone 14 right. days um so it's 14 days and it was either she was going to have um turner syndrome which I had never heard of, mm-hmm. or she could have Down syndrome. And, you know, I've heard of Down syndrome and I was fine with that because I worked with special needs children at the time. So it was like, you know what? If this is what my baby has, we're going to deal with it. It's, it's fine. Baby. I'm getting all the t-shirts. Like I'm going to be, you know, the biggest champion. So um, after the 14 excruciating days of praying, waiting, crying, researching on, you know, Google, which is, you know, don't do that. Um, but, um, that's the number one way to build yeah, your anxiety. I was just like, okay. Um, but she had a 1% chance of making it. So it did turn out that she has Turner syndrome. Turner syndrome only affects girls, um, between one and like every 2,500 to 4,000 girls will end up having Turner syndrome and um, 98% of them result in miscarriage. And um, yeah, so I made the very hard decision after going to um, my doctor for a few weeks after that, um, hearing that, learning the diagnosis that um, the best thing mentally for me was to send her back to heaven to be with the Lord. It was very devastating to make that decision, but um, I just knew mentally, I don't think I would would have been able to carry her, carry her. go through that. Yeah, and to go through the miscarriage and things like that, because I know how I am. I hold on to stuff and I had to do what was best for my mental. But I prayed over it. I got the peace and um, that I needed from, you know, from God. And then you know, we, she went back to heaven and, um, I knew that I wanted to honor her. Um, cause I just didn't want to stop. I was, I was like, I, um, 
I didn't want to stop talking about her. And so I was like, well, what can I do? So in 2014 or 2015, after that, um, I had a class assignment and it was write a children's book. So because I, I was a um, elementary education um, major, so I was like, OK, well, let's let's write the children's book. So I wrote the children's book, got an A on the project. But my teacher was like, you were really in depth with that. Like it was but so so that was in 2014 fast forward to 2019 I was talking with co-worker and I was like you know I think I am going to finish writing that book like it was still in me I still wanted to talk about Emma Grace and get her out there and I just just didn't want to stop talking about her. And I wanted more people to learn about Turner syndrome. But she's your baby. Yeah, she was my baby. And she changed me. Like she, you know, before I wasn't one of those, I was like a, a starter. I never was a finisher. But once I had her, I made a promise to her, or, you know, I made a promise to her that I'm going to be the best person that I can be. And she has changed me. She's made me a better mom to my now three-year-old and um, just a better human being. So I always say, you know, there was pain, you know, there was purpose in that pain. Like she made me who I am today. So I just started writing the series in 2019. I put the first one out in June and um, the second one just came out in February because February is Turner Syndrome Month. Um, aware. Okay. So now going forward, every book, every new book will be out in February to, you know, to make a circle with Turner Syndrome Awareness Month. Wow. <laughs> That's all I can say. Just wow. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, like that, wow, like the strength that it takes to be able to talk about it again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because that's the premise of the business, like the, to continue to tell that story, like mm-hmm. that is strength. Yeah. That is strength. <laughs> Thank that you. is strength. <laughs> and honestly, like I I didn't even want to go political. See, I thought I wouldn't go ahead and go political, but here we go, we go political. So like, oh man, because it just opens a whole other door because it's like, first of all, I'm pro-choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care how nobody feel about it. I feel that I'm pro-choice. Mm-hmm. I had to make that choice once. So yeah, I'm pro-choice. Exactly. So it's like, I, I, oh man, that opens, we got to have another conversation <laughs> because that opens up so many other doors of different conversations to mm-hmm. have. You want to tell me what I can do with my body or what's okay for me. Exactly. You don't even know what's going on. And then you over here got enough to judge me and I just don't feel like talking to you about what's going on. Exactly. Right like, why don't you stay because with it? When I went, because I had to go to a clinic to you know to have the procedure done and um uh-huh. and when I wrote you know it was my mom and my sister and I was just you know I, I'm crying like you know this is a I've never wanted to do this because I wanted her like I had been a nanny I worked with children I had a nanny service and all this stuff like this so I'm like I get to have a child that looks like me like one me like mine and to have this so of course I was ticked off like I you know I had my mom where I was like really God like are you seriously doing this right now like you know I had those moments with him and I was like this is the cruelest joke like this is all I've ever done was work with kids and now I can't have mine so I was upset but we made it through like you know he was like just trust me you know and that's where I got that piece from because he was like just trust me but going to you know the clinic or you know to have that done there was protesters out there and everything I'm like you don't know you don't know anyone nobody in here you don't know what we're doing now everyone in here is different there was you know you had moms like me who didn't want to make this decision but had to then you had girls that was in there that was like now I'm glad I get to eat chicken wings and I was just like 
Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And then I did tell the nurses, I was like, can y'all separate us? Because I'm over here going through and she's happy that she can see chicken wings and everybody, and that's your prerogative. But I just didn't want to be your chicken wing story. (laughs) Just wanted to be. But yeah, so it's like, yeah, it was the picket line. It was, everything was out there. And I was like, y'all don't even know. Oh my gosh. I could, oh my gosh, we have got to talk again. I'm (laughs) telling you, oh Lord, we've got to talk again. Because that, (laughs) <laughs> like you, you just you you really don't know until you know and mm-hmm. then when you know it's like oh my yeah. gosh like oh man yeah but anyway let's pull it back so is this this is full-time for you like you full-time push the book or do you do something else in addition to because I, I know you got the three-year-old yeah I've got a two-year-old he'll be two on Monday so he's like uh-huh. terrible twos are she's like yeah, the well, girls were not bad she, but this little boy She's three. She's in the she's three major. She's almost, yeah, she is. That's it. That is because she's a three major. like I wake up <laughs> and I'm so animated. And I'm like, oh, girl, I love you. And like every morning I'll wake up and I'll say, Talia Simone four. And she'll be like, I know my, you love me. Cause that's how I'll wake her up. And she's like, I know my, you love me. And I was like, girl, let me love you. Stop. Like what are you, what is, what is going to happen when she's 13? But no, I, um, so this is my baby, you know, the book, but I am a director for Chick-fil-A. I'm the director of development for Chick-fil-A in Myrtle Beach. So, yeah. Okay. So how do you balance the, it's, I mean, it, it, your full-time is Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. but then this is the side gig, but this is the side gig that's the passion project. Yeah. So how do you balance the two to keep yourself from like losing it in between, I, you know, to yeah. keep yourself in line? Yeah. I have learned to do delegate stuff I have stopped trying to be that person that's like no I got it no I got it I can do it no it's just like I can't I I, no so I reached out to my publicist I reached out you know I was like let's 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 get someone that really knows what they're doing so that they can push this part and then I have an assistant that helps with like posting on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. And Google Calendar hmm. is amazing. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I'd be like, where is this? No, but um, I have learned the art of delegation. Just like I can't do it um, when it comes to, because I'm a single mom. So when it comes to my parent, like, you know, my, my three-year-old, my mom and dad are always there. Um, and, you know, I, I, I ask for help. I, sometimes it is hard to ask for help and, you know, and it is your baby. Cause like, so I'll ask for help. And then I'm like, if, you know, I have to check everything before it goes out. So then I'm like, um, okay, let's just do this again. And then, and then I'm like, I could just do it. But I'm like, no, 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 no. So, but yeah, I, I have learned the art of asking for help and just stepping back. But, um, my Chick-fil-A family have been very, very supportive. They hosted one of my book signings events. At, you know, nice. So that was very, that was very, very helpful. And, and it was great. So, yeah. Okay. So you are a director. So uh, what exactly do you do for Chick-fil-A? Like you said, you're a director. Yeah, I'm the director of development. So I do our hiring and I do our training and I do our leadership. So I'm the Phyllis, the Phyllis, I can't say the word the facilitator of our leadership oh. class where I um, got it out. No, where I, um, I mold our new team members. And if we see the potential in them, I help develop the potential growth in them so they can move up in the company as well. 
Okay, so that pulls the the branding into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure that the company culture yes, exactly is with the brand values. That's it. That's it. So that when we step outside, <laughs> we all together. All together. The Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not here to talk no, about Chick-fil-A. We're here to talk about you. <laughs> so, but with that though, what have you found is most fulfilling as far as when it comes to the projects that you choose to work on in within your passion project, within the Avengers of EGG, like or egg, excuse me. Yeah. Like what what do you find that you enjoy the most out of the whole process of creating the book, the concept, the, you know, getting to the illustrator, like what's, what's your favorite, like what's the part that gets you like, yes. My favorite is when I get text messages or messages from different people, like I just found out one of my students has Turner's and she has your book or, you know, that I love when the parents send me pictures and their children are dressed up as a as their favorite character of a book like that that's the I'm like it's happening like that's the thing that's like it's happening because I wanted I wanted more little girls that look like me to see themselves mm-hmm. in you know in a book and I, and I, it just it just warms my heart it makes me smile that I'm actually a part of doing that they're seeing themselves or the girls that do have to go to the hospitals a lot or you know children that have to go to mm-hmm. the hospital or that wear you know hearing aids they're seeing it like it's it's okay it's cool to have your hearing aid it's okay and it's cool to be different so when I get those text messages with the from the parents of their children reading the book or you know just picking it up the book on their own or we read this book you know once a week and the girls love it that's what I love that's that's I'm like okay that that's that's why I'm doing it isn't that exciting yeah, we're like is. yeah I want to be here today at school and you're like yes baby yeah. <laughs> I love that I love that oh man that's exciting this is it so what would you how would you describe your style like not the director side over here but like when you step into the author of egg right the author of the adventures of egg what how would you describe your style when you like you step into the room and you introduce yourself and then you start getting into sales mode i would have to say it's that that down to earth like i'm very i'm i'm not that polished like you know person like that like this is new to me but it's also it's this is April. So you're going to get that soft, that comical person, but I want to get the job done. But in order to get the job done, I have to bring some humor to it. So you're going to get that Mm -hmm. funny, like, oh, I want to be her friend. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like when I step into the room, people gravitate because I'm bubbly. I'm all out there. I'm in your face. I'm talking with my hands and I can't stop. But, um, but it's just that, (laughs) you know, it's just that like, wow, she is so neat and so cool. And I want to, I want to get to know her. So I think my personality makes people kind of, it draws people in because I'm, I'm all out there. I'm like, Hey, how you doing? You know, and I'm, I'm a little country girl, so you're gonna get that, and we're touchy feely, and me, and now you know it's hard for touchy feely people because we can't be touchy feely. But it's mm. the warmthness, I think. I get, so I guess my style is just that down to earth. You feel like you can relate to me. I'm relatable, I guess. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. And I'm gonna say that a lot. That's what's up. Like that's one of my phrases. <laughs> that's what's up. So and with that, so if I say it like a million times, just that that's just I got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my segue into everything. It just is. What is some advice that you would give someone, particularly a woman of color, who's looking to enter the industry of being an author? Mm -hmm. Um, 
or promoting a book? Like, I know you hired a PR, you know, a, a firm to actually promote the book, like to actually push it, push it. But like, what would be some sound advice for somebody who wants to enter this world of book writing? Um, I'd say first, you know, get that manuscript out and go to schools. And um, it helped me because I was a preschool teacher. So I had my mm-hmm. audience right there. But you want to write that manuscript out and then you want to take it to some kids and read it to some kids without the pictures, without that. You want to read the book and be animated when you read the book. But you want to read the book to the people that is, you know, that's going to. That is for you know the, who the book is for, but you also want to do it in front of the parents because they're the people that's going to pay for the book. So, but mm-hmm. you 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 have to do those um, that market research with the kids. And then I did um, I put feelers out like on Facebook. I was in a lot of Facebook groups, you know, mom mm-hmm. groups. So I'm listening to what moms are saying that they wish they had, or just sometimes they don't say it. They're like, oh, I'm looking for this type of book or have y'all, you know, so you're looking, you're like, oh, okay. So you're looking to see what people are missing and, um, Mm -hmm. and going from there, um, shop the book, you know, write that manuscript out and go over it. And, um, and then I always think about the kids that I am, you know, like, will they understand the verbiage or how do kids Mm -hmm. talk and things like that? So with working with the children, I do think that she egg sounds like, the kids that I was around or and people like oh well that's a big word but I'm like my three-year-old is saying some stuff over here that are some big words so kids will get they get it they're so smart Mm -hmm. and then um go into some Facebook groups I'm in a couple of Facebook groups of writers and that just helps because you're getting inspiration you're getting leads on you know illustrators and things like that um reach out to the people that have done it before you know listen and um but then you also just have to find your own your own style, your own method. I reached out. I used um, to get my illustrators. I used the company um, Fiverr um, mm-hmm. because I was on a budget. Like before I started writing, I was all in on a budget. I was yep. on a budget, and I was like, okay, this is this is all I got. What can you do? But um, so I went to Fiverr. I put the request out there, and I set my budget like. This is what I need for this amount of money. And I don't need, you know, yeah. What can you do for me? How can we work together? And I found an amazing illustrator and we were able to work there. And, and, um, and then also you have to be willing to learn. Like there was so much that I didn't know about formatting. So I was going to the illustrator like, okay, are you able to format this? And from each time that I met with different illustrators, they would ask me different questions. So then when I finally got to the illustrator that I like, I took all that information that they were asking me and I made it. And then it sounded like I really knew what I was talking about when I got to the illustrator that I like. You got to the one you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And I was (laughs) like, yeah, this is what I need. And, you know, I need this spread and I need this and I need that. So you just have to do your research, get into some groups of writers and listen to them. And um, yeah, and take it to the kids. The kids are very important. Because if they don't like okay. it, you're like, okay, well, that's not going to happen. You know, it's not going to work. Right. Work. No, it's funny that you said that about the children's vocabulary. Because I'll never forget my baby. She was, she was about three. My oldest, she was about three. And one day she just randomly came to me and she's like, mommy, I'm so frustrated. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, I'm so frustrated right now. I said, well, 
what making what's making you frustrated baby and she was like i'm trying to do this thing and it's not working and i'm just oh i'm so mad and i was like she knows how exactly. to use the word yes. like oh my goodness she knows what it means like what i know i'm like how from? did you yeah where did you get that word from at three like right. what are you like, yeah so who's <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like upset wouldn't be so bad, but you said frustrated. frustrated. Like, frustrated. That's three syllables. Where you getting exactly. from? I understand that. I do, and and I do like the fact that you you pointed out, you know, market research, but more so your audience research. You know, like the like getting to know your audience because that that is the big part of it. Because yeah, you're selling it to the parents, but really you're selling it to the kids so they can ask their parents for mm-hmm. it. So you want to make sure that the parents don't feel uncomfortable giving it to yeah, them. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But I, I love that you brought that up because that's such a big part. Like even with like skincare, mm-hmm. people are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make body butters and I'm gonna do this, and it's like, yeah, but do people want that? Yeah, and they're like, what do you mean? It's like, how long does it last on the shelf? Exactly. Does it look nice? Does it smell good? Are the people that you're trying to sell it to want that, or is that something that you want and it just you yeah. know you decide, hey, I can make money off of it and it doesn't sell? Like, what, what good is mm-hmm. it? And they're like. I never thought about that. But like, yeah, it kind of matters. Yeah, because I'm like, if the kids don't like it, um, because I read it to the kids and it didn't have any pictures. So to, you know, to a bunch of three-year-olds, you're reading a book and it doesn't have any pictures. They're just like, Miss April, why, what are you doing? So I was, you right. know, I was really animated when I read it. Um, <laughs> and I was like, come on. And, you know, and they like, they were like, oh, what's going to happen? What happens next? You know, so they were asking about the next book and I was like, thank you, God, you know? So I'm like, yes. Right. And then, you know, I told them about the next book and, and they were like, okay, well, that's so exciting. And, you know, so, yeah. You said the first book was released February, well, no, June. You yeah, said June, June 2019. 3rd, 2000, um, June 3rd, 19. Two, yeah, 2019. And um, I just, it's the first book is like an introduction. It's an introduction to egg, right. introduction to Turner syndrome. Um, you know, you're learning a lot about it. You're learning, you know, what the girls are called. They're called butterflies um, because they're missing or either have partial of that X chromosome. So that's why they're butterflies and things like that. So you're learning all okay. about that. You are learning about egg. You learn about her family and, you know, her mom. Um, and then the second book, I love the second book. And I think she, her little, her personality is coming out in the second book. Like she's getting her hearing okay. aids in the second book. And you're, you know, you're, you're meeting more characters. You're meeting her grandparents. Um, you know, you're meeting her choir director and things like that. So, um, you know, each book, you're going to learn more and more about Egg and her oh, family right. and things like that. But the first one is a lot of information, you know, it's informative and things like that. But mm-hmm. as time goes on, Egg is you're going to just fall in love with Egg. So last year, um, we got hit with Corona. Mm-hmm. And um, I know during last season, I said a lot, how has business been since we were put on punishment? Yeah, because, you know, like that around that time we were like, you know, quarantined for two months. Mm -hmm. And so I know a lot of things slowed down last year. So if you released the book in June of 2019, you had like a good six months and then everything kind of shut down like eight months in. Mm -hmm. So how did things progress from there? Like, how were you able to kind of weather last year to bring you into February of this year? Well, so I was in the middle of writing the book, like writing and getting everything ready for this book, for the new book. So it was just that time I was I was appreciative of the downtime because I was able to work really hard on, okay, how do I want, you know, this look, the background, because I'm very, very particular when it comes to like 
always have on you earrings. have to be yeah and <laughs> so we were doing it and I was like well you know ex mom doesn't have on earrings her grandma doesn't have on earrings the goatee on the dad has to be like this so it, it just really gave me that time so it was it was that time that I needed to get my team together. I really used the time um, to regroup and say, okay, and set my intentions for 2021. So, um, but now this, you know, I wanted to be more intentional with this book, but then it's kind of hard now because everything is shut down. So like, you know, we are doing, you know, we are doing the, the book signings, but not what I envisioned. You know, so now it's right. like regrouping, thinking of a new way to, to do it. So, but it helped last year. It definitely helped because I, I mean, you know, I set my intentions and, you know, knocking them down. So what are some ways that you were able to pivot? Like now that you have this book, like we have the new book mm-hmm. and we want to be more intentional, but it's kind of difficult when you can't just, you know, do a, a reading at the library. You can't just walk into the school like you normally yeah. would. Well, you could never just walk into the school, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can just be like, yeah, we'd like to. So like, how have you been able to pivot in order to overcome that obstacle? I have learned how to be virtual and make virtual work. I have learned the art of getting some lighting and, you know, but no, um, just reaching out because now everything is virtual. So it's like, okay, Uh you know, I'll have the virtual reading, but you can also purchase the books at so-and-so and and -and so-and-so, or I will come in. I did, we did the, um, we did the book signing, but it was, I had already signed the book. So it was like, come and purchase your autograph copy, you know? So it's like ways of making it happen. So it's just, everyone's doing everything virtual now and virtually and, you know, parents are very acclimated with this whole system. So I do readings on our Facebook page or, you know, a lot of Facebook getting to know author April, you know, doing that. So everything is virtually. Um, Hopefully I will be able to go into some schools. Last year I was able to go into, um, I did like a literacy program at our adult ed. (laughs) So I was able to go in there and speak with the kids and read to the kids. Um, But it was on a smaller scale, but I'm hoping to pick that up, but just learning to be flexible, learning to, be more animated, be more animated and be able to, all right, let's think of something else that we could do. You know, we do, now we're starting uh, with some giveaways, you know, purchase the book, you know, so, yeah. All right. Well, this will be our last question before we go on to our little break to pay some bills. Um, What helped you the most when you decided to hone in and actually like really start developing the story, really started developing the your book. Like what what helped you the most getting in there? Reaching out to other parents, mothers that really that have children that have turners, um, mm-hmm. and listening to their stories and then also seeing what was what wasn't out there. So I'm like, okay. And then watching my daughter, because I when I think of egg I envision my Talia. And so just watching her and the things that she's into and the things that she likes. So I was like, okay, I want to put this into the story. I want to put this into the book. I want to, there's a part of us, like in the book, there's, um, I'm, I'm in the book, you know, so I'm pregnant in the book with Talia. And there was a part in there that says, um, they had to go to the mall to walk her down. Now, if you're from the South or whatever, you know, you're pregnant, you will walk that baby, you will try to walk that baby down. So I think, you know, it was just like putting everybody, <laughs> yeah, you putting that, you trying to get everybody. Gotta walk the baby but um, so it's just like 
um, listening to the parents, but also wanting to put my family in there because I this is like you know I'm like if I'm your story, yeah, it's my story. If I'm gonna create a book, it's gonna be about us, you know. And so <laughs> I wanted us to get in there, and I wanted you know the the traditions because this is the legacy that I'm leaving for my daughter. You know, mm-hmm. she'll be able to pick up this book and be like, "This is me," and she does now. Oh, mommy, that's me in your belly. You know, and that's egg. And even though she doesn't have her big sister here, she still does those things at the time that, you know, you want to do with your big sister. Like she wanted to wear her hair in puffs like egg. And that just, you know, almost broke out in the thug tear real quick because I was like, she's she's not here, but she still gets to do that big sister, little sister stuff with her or, you know, wanting to dress like her. But um, just listening to the parents and what they wanted really like helped me structure the egg book and then watching my daughter is helping develop the personality of egg that's what's up that's what's up see i told you that's my thing that's what's up like, that's real that's what's up like wow that's crazy oh man that's crazy. okay all right, all right, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a little pause and we're going to pay some bills. And I'm going to say that every episode. Brandon, you're my producer. So just go ahead and make a little <laughs> snippet and just make sure I say pay some bills every time. Just, just be ready. This year, fTheGlitter.com is also the home of the ETG Creatives, a directory of professional, vetted, and experienced women of color who are graphic designers, brand designers, web designers, illustrators, publicists, copywriters, and other creative professionals. If you're looking to get listed on a trusted platform, or if you're looking to hire a woman of color creative with a proven track record, then you need to go to www.fTheGlitter.com for more information. That is E-F-F-T-H-E-G-L-I-T-T-E-R. All right, and so we're back, and this is the second portion. It's my favorite part because it's the fun part. Yeah, (laughs) this is where I ask the random questions so that our audience can get to know who you are. Although I feel like we kind of know who you are forever, (laughs) but this is April who's not writing the book right now. This is April who finally got her baby to go somewhere (laughs) if she gets to chill out with a glass of wine in the evenings. This is that April. This is when we've been to meet. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to ask you a series of questions. You can answer them professionally or you can answer them personally, however you feel. But this is just so that we can get a better feel for who you are so that when the time comes, people are like, oh, yeah, I know her. Even though I know her. Let mm-hmm. me go ahead and send, send her some money. I, I yes, need please, to, please, need please. to help my girl out. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so my first question. I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. I love food. So what would you say is your favorite style of food? And then what's your favorite dish? Um, anything with butter. I'm a, it's butter style because butter is my You're favorite. You're a French. <laughs> You're a French food. Butter and cream. Yeah. All right. Being from the East Coast and on, you know, close to the water, because I'm from mm-hmm. Conway, Myrtle Beach is right there. I love seafood. Anything seafood, crab legs. Oh, my gosh. I will eat you under the table with some crab legs. Um and the butter and all that stuff like that. But yes, and salmon is my favorite. Anything that you can do with salmon and risotto, I'm your girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hey, 
oh, we need to have a lunch yes. date or something. Yes. Those are two of my top. Yes. yes. Let's do yes. that. <laughs> All right. So if you could pick any famous person from the past mm-hmm. to spend a day with, and the past could be two, three days ago, who would it be? Ooh, any person to spend the day with? Mm-hmm. Any famous person to spend the day with? I think... I would like to, ooh, see, I got two. I think I would like to spend the day with Billie Holiday. Okay. I grew up on her music. My mom um, is a jazz singer. She sings locally, and she's always, really? and the first thing, the first song that I've ever learned was God Bless a Child. <laughs> so okay. I was at, like, uh, I'll never forget. It was our fifth grade talent show, and I'm saying "God bless the child." And my mom had the big <laughs> in my hair, and I was wearing her dress. I don't even know how I could fit her dress, but anyway. And I was really hot, and I've just in it loved her, and I can't wait to watch the new movie that they have out um, about her. But Billy Holiday, I just want to because she was sassy and you know sad, but still sassy and got things done. So I would like to spend the time with her. Yep. Look at that. Mom is a creative and then you a creative and it just it just trickle down, just trickle down, trickle yeah. down, trickle down, trickle down. Um, do you travel? Mm-hmm. Yes. What is your favorite? Like where where like of all the places you've been, what was like we gotta go back? My favorite oh man. Okay, so Mexico. We went to Mexico and um I had the best time. It was very, you know, we were away from everybody. And um, and then also Key West, my family is from Key West, Florida, and I just oh, love you East Coast water all day long anyway. Women, but don't know how to swim. <laughs> and it crazy. <laughs> I'll do all that fun stuff. But yeah. So, uh, but my favorite, the place that I want to go to now that I just told my sister, I was like, okay, once it's over, are you ready? Is Greece? I've never been to Greece before, but I really want to go to Greece. I oh my really gosh, that sounds so amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. That's my next trip. Please. I always see those pictures with like the all whitewashed yes, buildings and it's yes. like everything seems so shiny. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I want to go. Yeah. Send pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> send pictures. Like send pictures. I will. So yeah. When you get a chance to relax, mm-hmm. what do you love to do? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I love putting on my fuzzy socks and mm-hmm. I have my, my blanket that my daughter knows is mommy's blanket. Um, <laughs> blue is soft and it's all, you know. And I love watching shows. I am like, I will, I love like the murder mystery, like the stuff that's mm-hmm. on like the ID channel. Like, you know, I want to find out why he killed her, where he hit her body, um, <laughs> all those shows. And then I love like the trash shows, like um, Married at First Sight. Like I'm like, Okay. You know, married at first sight, like single mom edition, but I don't even know if I could go on that thing because I'd be like, are you crazy? Because I got a whole camera here, <laughs> so you can't be crazy. But yeah, I love watching movies. I'm a big, like my dad used to, he had a part-time job and it was the, um, he used to work at a theater. So like we would just go and spend the whole day watching movies at the theater. Like mm. I love, I love movie. I love the cinema and all that stuff like that. So yeah, watching Curling Up, watching and eating bowl peanuts while I do it. Cause I'm country. Okay. So yeah. Boil pe- yeah, that's country. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I like you like. That's I tried country. to say boil peanuts because I usually say boil peanuts. So yeah. Oh, they're boiled. Yeah. Do you put them in? Uh, do you put your peanuts in Coke? No, no. So you do partake in spirits and libations, do you? Yes. What is your drink of choice? Patron on ice with a really? lime wedge, hands down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
I, I mean, so, I know, I know that's that because I think this is the reason why, like, Patron, you know, tequila, it does not give me a hangover. So, really? yeah, no, like, and now I'm going to be like, eh, no, when I'm not mommy, like when I don't have to be mommy, <laughs> like if I can have like a 24 right. hour span and I don't have to be mommy, meaning like she's spending the night with her grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, mommy, yeah, it's, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, I, I love my Patron. Um, I'm like Oprah with the bread. I love bread. No, like I love Patron. Um, <laughs> with, the, with the lime wedge. That is my favorite. And then um, I, you know, wine, you know, I'll, I'll have my wine or whatever. Um, that's a staple though. Yeah. Like if once you become a parent, I'm sorry, y'all, not to. to not to enforce wine culture and nothing like that. Like we, we're not drunkards or nothing like that. But I think oh. like it's, it's a staple. It has to happen at some point during the week. We've got to have at least yeah. a glass or two. Just so we can make it through the next I I'm it, it, it it's either that and it's better than drugs. So we're not gonna do that. Like that that's just exactly. where it's at. I can you know do that in the privacy of my own home while she sleeps. Wait, and I can be safe and life continues and I can be a great mom in the morning like just chill no for real though like my my favorite cocktail used to be a lemon drop I mean, it was like one of the first drinks I ever I had like a lemon drop, lemon, like, drop. Oh, yeah, lemon drop but once I like grew up a little bit mm-hmm. I should say, someone introduced me to vodka with it wasn't Sprite it was vodka with tonic water with okay. you know with the oh, like a vodka tonic, water. Water or something like that. Yeah, and all it had and it just had a little bit of lime juice and it was the smoothest thing I ever had. And I was like, Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> it looked like Sprite, but it wasn't. I was like, This is great. Like I didn't realize I didn't really need all that sugar before. I used to like, do the what is the thing? The Amaretto sours. I used to not those yeah, I used bad. to drink those all the time yeah. when I first started drinking, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a little too sweet." But now mm, I like, just get to the point. <laughs> now when I'm out with my friends, I just get to the point. But like when I'm home, it's right. definitely wine. Just something that mellow oh, me yeah. out, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the buzz. I'm, yeah. I'm not looking for nothing else. I don't need to hang out with y'all all night. I just that much. It never. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it, so doesn't. It's like, it doesn't. Let's get to the point, girls. No. So with that though, mm-hmm. when you find when you're writing or when you're in the mood to write, what do you do to get out of your creative funk? Like as a designer, sometimes we get blocked and we're just like, you know what, it, it ain't gonna work right now. Although I know I have a deadline right now, mm-hmm. it's not working out. Like what what kind of pulls you out of your creative funk so that you can kind of get back into it? Um, I just spent that time watching TV with Talia. I watch kids' shows. And that kind of mm-hmm. helps. Like, okay, where? Because I'll I'll be in it. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I can't. Let me just step away from trying to write it and look at, at what they're talking about. Look at what they're doing and how they're moving mm-hmm. and things like that. So that 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 just that just helps. And it's always kind of like playing in the background anyway. But like really mm-hmm. just coming and watching. Or I'll look at. I'll go and <clears throat> go in that group you know, the writing group that I'm in on Facebook and I'll look in there because they're, you know, they're sharing ideas and I'm like, I didn't even think about that. And then that'll just start. Okay. Let me, let me look at this or let me see how this would work with eggs. So just looking at that, the other, you know, the other creatives and things like that, looking at them and getting that inspiration from them. Cause sometimes it does happen. Cause like now, you know, I'm writing the third book and I'm like, um, okay, let's go. Cause I always start with the titles. I always start with the titles mm-hmm. of the book and that just helps me format and get it all mm-hmm. together. But I mean, I knew the title and I'm like, okay, how do I want to do this? But I was having a 
a conversation with a friend yesterday and we were just talking about being pregnant and then that was like oh yeah okay and then that start I was like okay I gotta go and write these like notes everywhere like okay like what just comes in my head I'm like okay I want to make sure that I put that in there or put that saying in there or do that so yeah cool yeah Ooh, I'm I'm fighting back that that's what's up. I'm, pulling, I'm holding on to it. I was like, I was about to say it. And I was like, no, you can't say it. You can't say it. You can't say it. You can't say it. <laughs> All right. Well, Miss April, we are going to bring our episode to a close. I feel mm-hmm. so much closer to you now. Yeah, thank you so much. This is, this is amazing. This is, thank you so much. I, love I told you it was just yes. relax. It was going to happen. It was going to happen. Yeah. But I need you to tell people where they can find you where they can purchase the book and where they can expect to see you coming up. Do you have anything coming up? What's, what's, what's happening? Next thing that we are working on that will be coming up soon is a egg doll. We're coming up with a plush egg doll to go along with the books. And I am so excited like to have her squeeze. And the thing that I love the most, like she's going to have a little hearing aid. Like I'm, I'm so in love with that. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and she's going to look there and I'm just really excited about that. Like, I can't wait to see Talia interact with her and all that stuff like that. But um, yeah, so they that's what's coming up next. But they can find me on um, Facebook. We are at The Adventures of Egg on Facebook. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, it is The Egg Stories. And mm-hmm. then our website is TheEggStories.com. And okay. the book is on Amazon. And it'll also be available on the um, the website as well. But it is on Amazon. You kind of have to search because we have, we're, I'm telling everybody, you got to go and review so we can get up there. But if you look for April LJ4, which is me, then you'll find, they'll just pop up. And then I, it's so cool because it'll say purchase with, you know, how like you got like most people buddies together. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, buy both of the books. Go ahead. Oh man, that's exciting. That's exciting. That's yeah, exciting. That's exciting. That's exciting. Like that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, April, for spending this time with us today, for speaking with our audience, for um, introducing egg yes. to our little world our little nook in the side of the internet um we look forward to speaking to you again i look forward to having you again yeah. um especially like because every interview is not always going to be about business you know what i mean mm-hmm. but, yep. you know I, I feel that we've got quite a few other things like, oh, we yeah. got some other conversations yes, that we, we got gotta get have, like yes. yes 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 we got <laughs> to have some more conversations guys <laughs> But thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. And thank you for joining us on the F the Glitter podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having the space and creating the space for us to get on here. I love it. Thank you. And it was your presence. You were just, oh, I love it. I'm like, I want to be your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of the F the Glitter podcast. I'm your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative where we shine the spotlight on women of color in the industry of graphic design, brand design, marketing strategy, and brand strategy. A special thanks to my guests for joining us today, and we'll be here next week for our next episode of F the Glitter. You can find us on your favorite podcast broadcast station, iTunes, Spotify, Google Cast, and others. We look forward to seeing you next week.